is the NHS being privatised? Oh, this is a this is a really good question. Um, like all your questions, but it's really hotly contested, isn't it, and controversial. I mean, NHS privatisation. This is a claim levelled against, well, pretty much every conservative government there's ever been um, by their critics. Um, but I suppose we shouldn't forget one thing, that although they may claim to be the party of the NHS, or have claimed at various times to be the party of the NHS, they voted against setting it up in the first place. Churchill's uh, Conservatives in the 1940s voted against it 21 times before it was eventually created in 1948. So, as you know, the NHS is the National Health Service, the publicly funded healthcare system in England, and one of four NHS systems in the UK. So there is no single NHS for the UK, four different systems. And when we refer to the the NHS, as you know, we tend to refer to, it means the NHS in England. Um, But it is the second largest single payer healthcare system in the world after the Brazilian Sistema Unico de Sauda or SUS. Now, I may have mangled, completely mangled the pronunciation there because as you know, My Portuguese is extremely limited. But the SUS created in 1989 and actually based on the NHS model. So the NHS, NHS, uh, primarily funded by government from general taxation, plus a small amount from national insurance contributions. And it's big. Biggest employer in Europe employs 1.3 million people. And I think it's be fair to say, wouldn't it? Deep emotional public connection to the NHS um, everyone has stories. We all have stories, personal stories or about our, our, our family members or our friends who've benefited from the NHS at some point in their lives. And I, I don't even remember the London 2012 opening, opening ceremony tribute that Danny Boyle did to the NHS. Did this incredible thing about, about the Industrial Revolution, followed by another incredible tribute uh, to the NHS. So I think there was deep public, public affection for the NHS in the UK. Um, there's a saying, isn't there? Lies, damn lies, and statistics. And I think you can add to this lies, damn lies, statistics, and healthcare funding statistics. No government ever claims to be funding the NHS less. You know, we're giving it less money than the previous government. No, no government ever does that. And I think you can you can use this you can use this analogy really for for, for what we mean by private, you know, is the NHS being privatised? I think it, it is healthcare policy and healthcare funding in particular is incredibly murky. So I think it needs an independent view. So I think really we should turn to one, and that's the King's Fund. So the King's Fund, independent healthcare charity. And it said uh, that in 2019-2020, NHS commissioners in England spent around £10 billion on private providers, which is around 7% of the overall budget. And they also said that if you add in, add in services provided by the voluntary and not-for-profit sectors and local authorities, this will bring the total up to around 14.5 billion, or around 11% of overall NHS budget. Then you could throw in some other things too. So if you add in spending on primary care services like GPs, pharmacy, uh, eye care, dental service, if you include all, all of those, then they say you could estimate that around 25% of NHS spending goes on the private sector. Now, it's worth remembering that most GP practices actually are are private partnerships. Um, And it makes the point that private companies have always played a role 
in the NHS. And spending, um, so spending on the NHS provider, uh, non-NHS providers is, n- is not a new development. Um, and it doesn't matter which, which whether it's Conservatives or, or, or Labour governments either. So the, both the Blair and Brown governments in, in the late 90s and the 2000s, they used private providers. They wanted to increase patient choice and competition as part of their reform, pro- reform programme for the NHS. Every government wants to reform the NHS. And they used, they, the private providers were part of that mix. I think the big change, though, came in 2012. So we had the Health and Social Care Act. And this, this was a Conservative government, and they wanted to really extend market-based approaches. They wanted to emphasise you know, a, a diverse provider market and a really increase competition and, and really sort of use patient choice as a way of improving healthcare. So according to the King's Fund, they say there is evidence that through that act, this led to a large number of contracts being awarded to private providers. There's a real increase. But it didn't really result in a real increase, a significant increase in spending on the private sector. So is the NHS being privatised? Well, you could reasonably say that anywhere between 10 to 25% of the NHS budget is being spent on private providers. But without this necessarily increasing significantly over the past few years. So I suppose it all depends on your perspective, whether that is a large figure, a large percentage or a small percentage. So another good question. But I think there's a PS here. The NHS has been creaking my entire adult life. Um, It's always been considered to be in crisis. But let's be honest, as you know, it has taken a particular bashing post-Covid. Seven million people now on waiting lists. We now have strikes, nurses, ambulance drivers, all going out on strike. And this may, we may indeed be, well, the NHS may indeed be facing the crisis of crises, really. Um, So is it time for a proper conversation about it? A royal commission, something genuinely independent? What do we want from a a healthcare service? And how really do we want it funded? Um, If we were setting up a healthcare system in the UK right now, would we start from here? Well, I guess that's another question.